0: Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Authentic Filters, where topics are real, relevant, and a call to action is needed. Moral beliefs are being tested every day, so if we want to see change, let's stand united and demand that change happens. My name is Lisa.
1: And my name is Anthony. Let's Let's get get into it. it. What's up, guys? Welcome to a fresh episode of Authentic Filters. This is episode three of season two. And I just got two words for you. Free Britney. Yes, free Britney Spears. And it's a celebratory month because her father, Jamie Spears, has been removed as a conservator from her estate, which has been amazing for the entire free britney movement so that's what we're going to get into for this first segment of our episode three which is britney spears and we won't get into too much of the conservatorship as a whole because there are so many good documentaries that just recently came out three in particular that i think you should check out the first one is called framing britney spears which is on fx the second one which is by the same producers it's called Controlling Britney Spears, which I have not seen that one, but it is the same team that did the FX framing Britney Spears. And then the third one that I've seen that just came out on Netflix, I believe last week, is Britney versus Spears. And if you are following the entire Free Britney movement, you've got to check those out. It is absolutely mind blowing. All of the stuff that she had went through pre the conservatorship, during the conservatorship, and even up till now to see kind of where things are going with that whole mess that she was that she was in. It was just it's crazy. It's it's so crazy I can't even come up for words for it. So just a quick overview of the conservatorship in general. It started in February of 2008, and it's lasted up until now. It's still going on, but they just recently removed her father. So it's lasted 13 years. The reason why it started, as you know, she had a public meltdown. She shaved her head. We all that were around in the early 2000s remember that photo. And of course, she took her umbrella to a paparazzi's car and broke the window. So who was in the conservatorship? It was her father, Jamie Spears. He was in charge of her finances, her health, and her career. And she was making millions and she still is making millions. So back to the free Britney, that's the hashtag that they've all been using. I'm sure you've seen it trending on Instagram and Twitter and all the social media. You gotta thank the fans because these people come from so many different backgrounds, attorneys, healthcare professionals, accountants, all these different backgrounds and they're using their skills Because they're fans of Britney to figure out why she's still in this conservatorship. And again, we're going to look at this from 30,000 feet because there's people that are well more qualified that have dedicated their lives to putting these documentaries together that have interviewed people in her life, interviewed people on the conservatorship team, interviewed people that are in this entire situation that have vast more knowledge than what we do. But essentially, when you're in a conservatorship, you should be in a state to where you can take care of yourself you can't work for yourself you can't provide for yourself and what had happened to Brittany was she had gone through a mental breakdown a mental meltdown and they put a 5150 hold on her which allowed her father to slip in if you will and take control of everything like we said her finances her health her entire career and she was making millions and what was crazy about this for her fans was they categorized her as having dementia, as not being able to remember things, as not being able to take care of herself. But what was crazy is how was she categorized as that but she was still making music, going on tours, making millions of dollars and paying for all of these people's different salary. That doesn't sound like someone that has dementia, yeah. If you got dementia. if
0: you got dementia, how is she remembering the songs on the tour? How is she
1: remembering the choreography. How is she
0: remember anything and if she you got going dementia. On. She and she's too young to have dementia. I mean come on now, they need to come up with something better than that.
1: But that's what they came up with and that's what the judge allowed to go through. We're gonna focus on how it even began. Her life was scrutinized in every way from what she wore to who she dated to how she raised her kids. She had absolutely no privacy unless she was in her home. She had paparazzi back in the early 2000s, I think we all saw it. TMZ, the magazines, the news channels where they were stalking her, they were harassing her, they were outside of her house, they were following her to stores, following her to whatever events, literally blocking her car in at intersections just to get a photo of her. And imagine this happening to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week, non-stop. There's people yelling at you, people fighting around you just to get a photo of you so that they can make a living. That is a lot of stress. And I don't know of too many people that could even get through something like that Mentally and continue on without having some type of breakdown at some point in time. But take it a step further, she's got her kids, and they were infants at the time, and you've got people looking into her life, judging her, making assessments as to how she is as a person, how she is as a mother, calling her an unfit mother, saying that she doesn't know how to raise her kids. I mean, that stuff can take a toll on you mentally. And that's exactly what it did because it was literally nonstop. Imagine the world judging you, literally the world judging you because you're under a spotlight for everybody to see. And that was one of the things that I think caused her to snap, if you will, and caused her to say, this is just too much. What it really came down to, I, I believe it was a situation where What's his name? Kevin Federline. He decided to file to have, I guess, full custody of the kids because he just felt like she was just dealing with too much and spiraling out of control. So he ends up getting the full custody. And I think that just took her to a place where she was so frustrated because, again, it was still nonstop with the paparazzi that were just harassing her every day, day in and day out. At some point, you just get to a point where you just say enough is enough. And then we get to the infamous head shave. We get to the infamous taking the umbrella to the window at the gas station, and it's crazy on how all of that then trickled to her going into a fifty-one-fifty hold, and then thirteen years later, she's still in a conservatorship.
0: One, the whole free Britney has been going on for years. I, I mean, if I can sit here and think about it, I remember these loyal fans put together this free Britney campaign at least five years ago i think it's great i think it's great that she has these loyal fans they feel bad for her they have a lot of empathy and they're showing a lot of sympathy for her and they know that what's been going on in her life is just wrong and that's the reason why they have this this movement i want to say a movement of free britney one she should have been freed a long time ago but at the same token there's questions that need to be asked where's the mother because from what what I read, the father really wasn't in her life really at all until she started making millions, until she started making money. And then all of a sudden, he can just kind of just slip in and take over her life. And basically, everything just runs through him. I mean, if, she needs, if she's going to do a show, if she needs money, everything flows through him. But I'm not hearing anything about the mother. Where is she at? What was she doing to prevent this? Even though Brittany was grown, at the same token, you're basically saying she's grown, but she's got the mindset of someone that just can't take care of herself. So where was the mother in all of this?
1: She was kind of in and out. I think she was trying to help, but it's a little vague.
0: It's very vague because if she was trying to help, I just don't... I I feel like as a mother, she could have did a whole lot more because there is no way... I would let this joker come in and take over anything and you haven't been there. I've been the mother and the father and all of a sudden you're going to swoop in like an eagle and literally take over. No, we did a segment last season about mental health on how important mental health is. Mental health, everybody suffers from some type of mental illness or some type of mental breakdown or whatever you want to call it or however you want to frame it as. That does not mean you're crazy. <laughs> Just because Brittany shaved off her hair, okay, everybody shaves off their hair. People go through stages in their life and if they want, sometimes for a woman, when we shave our hair or we cut our hair, is is really to kind of cleanse those bad vibes out of our life is really to kind of start a whole new chapter in our life that don't mean we're crazy i went through those periods when i was her age i would grow my hair out The only cut it short grow it out to cut it short you mm-hmm. or i was in a, a horrible relationship and for me to just come out clean a whole new attitude a whole new mindset i would cut all my hair off Okay, we all go through different types of segments, if you want to call it, or different ty- types of channels throughout our our, our our life. That doesn't mean that we cannot take care of ourselves. That doesn't mean that we're in incapable or incompetent to take care of ourselves or take care of our kids or other people. And yeah, I was always bothered at the fact that, Wow, they really done turned this thing around. Like this girl just has lost her mind.
1: When you <laughs> And she 2000s, and nothing, nothing was wrong with her. Nothing was wrong with her but early 2000s when mental health wasn't talked about like it is now. It was still it, taboo. It, it, it
0: was still a taboo and it still was kind of that negative connotation behind it, still wrapped around it and it still is still to this day, but now there's more of they have to acknowledge it. Because too many people are having meltdowns.
1: Right. But the thing about it now that you...
0: is would, acceptable.
1: That too. But if you think about what she went through back then in the early 2000s. You would never find a celebrity now where it's 20, 30 paparazzi literally in your face yelling at you to get a picture there there
0: are some but i think some with some of those celebrities they probably have a little bit more they can be a little bit more aggressive a little bit more direct britney's just she's sweet She's very nice. She, From my understanding, she was actually really nice with a lot of the, the TMZ folks. Just a lot of the paparazzi. She didn't mind them taking pictures. It was more like just to keep that relationship with them. Hi, take a picture. She would even talk to them. I remember her. She would come out of, I don't know. Out of the airport, and she's grad. just nicely talking to them, letting them take their pictures. Maybe she felt that if she would give them what they want, that they would then do that in return and respect. Happened. And that never happened. In- she Probably thought that you know, as long as I keep the peace, long as I you know continue to be the the good girl, then maybe you know we can continue to have this relationship. But. Yeah, the, the paparazzi and the media crossed the line. Did they turn on her? Most definitely de- definitely they turned on her. The minute that she shaved her hair off or I remember the, the incident where she was driving and she had her, her young child uh, right. in her lap. Okay, well, who, who hasn't done that? Let's, let's be clear. A lot of us have driven our cars and... And we done did some things we probably shouldn't have done... Whether we had the baby sitting on our lap... Or we didn't put the child in the car seat... Probably we wasn't called crazy... So
1: 95% of you weren't being chased by paparazzi...
0: True... And it wasn't captured on TV... I get that... But at the same token... To basically steal 13, 14 years of her life away. How dare you guys. She's 39 ch- now. That shame on you. And that's all I'm going to say. When you, when you, when, folks do wrong, shame on you. And may, may God have mercy on your soul because it's wrong. It, it, how is it just that simple for someone to come in? That's just like seeing me. Mm-hmm. As your mother, if you did something cuckoo or the paparazzi said or whoever said... Okay, uh, something's wrong with him. You might want to get him evaluated. They you no, know, I'm just taking over all of your affairs. You don't even have a say. So, matter of fact, don't even have an opinion about anything. And that's kind of how it felt. It felt like they put her in this box. They did. And, 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 and just basically left her there and basically said, don't think. Don't have a brain. Keep your mouth closed. But you know what? You still can make us some money. So, get out there. Go to Las Vegas. Put on the show and still make us millions.
1: It was that and it was a couple of world tours before that. It was albums before that. But there's, if you look at those documentaries, you'll see that there's other players that were behind the scenes, other snakes, if you will, that Britney's new attorney that she was finally granted is about to go after including her father but there's some other players behind the scenes
0: they always making money that was getting money for her but here's here's my only thing is i really hope she still has a lot of that money left i I'm don't so know too. if the father was spending it all that would be horrible for her to you know have that longevity in the in the the industry and to just end up coming out broke
1: well as his, as her conservator, or conserva- I forget which one it is, conservator or conservatee, he was supposed to spend the money what would be in her best interest. So if he can't account for the funds, then the attorney's going to get him one way oh, or another.
0: So if he can't account for the funds, he might be okay with being locked up. He don't care. What I don't get is, from my understanding, he didn't even have no money. He, he was living in, what, a one-bedroom apartment. He was barely making it. He didn't have a steady job. So how you gonna have somebody like that managing millions when they didn't even have millions and they didn't even know how to manage their own money? That's what I don't understand. There could have been they could have had they could have assigned her a trustee. They could there's so many other well they did
1: they had another person that was kind of a co- co-conservator with them the
0: father shouldn't even been involved and then that's all i'm gonna say the father shouldn't have been involved i'm a little bit upset that the mom did step up or do more i want to hear oh it was vague you know maybe she was she was involved a little bit no i haven't heard anything about the mother and then I think the sister, she wanted to help. And she didn't mind being, I guess, the conservator uh, over Britney. And maybe she should have. It, should, it needed to be someone that was going to really watch out for Brittany and really care for her well-being to make sure that she doesn't get stiff. You see right. what I'm saying? And there's nothing. There's nothing worse than to be a millionaire and you work hard at it only for the snakes to come in and suck you dry
1: literally the worst part about it was she still had to work she had to keep working she still had yeah she enjoyed it that was the only thing that was like allowing her to do things but other than that she was like a prisoner in her big old california mansion and she was also a
0: prisoner in her own mind think about Um, that that, that's the worst thing. You can be a prisoner in your own mansion and yeah, you have all these material things, blah, 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 blah. I w- I even read an article where it says she wanted an iPhone and he didn't want to get her iPhone. Hold up. I'm a millionaire and I want an iPhone and, you, and I can't have an iPhone. I got to do this tit for tat and I got to explain to you why I want an iPhone. See? it's things like that but I bet you he had an iPhone I bet you he was living good
1: I forget I think it's the one I just watched the Britney vs. Spears it was crazy she wanted sushi one day and but she has to ask people if she can have this stuff she can't get it on her own they have to approve it for it. so she said you know I'd like to get sushi and I guess it takes at least 20 minutes for them to get back to her and whoever got back to her said, no, you can't have sushi today. You had it the other day. You got to eat something. Oh,
0: see? <laughs>
1: see, so, so
0: Therefore, you're treating her like a child. Right. She's a grown woman. Now you're really messing with her mind,
1: And she's paying your paycheck. And she's
0: paying your paycheck. And you're going to go to the boss. And you're going to tell the boss, no, she can't have something. See? That right there. Is, that is, would make crazy. me go from zero to 1,000. Because she's a prisoner in her own mind.
1: But when you look about, and when you think about how she even got to that point, I really, I, I put blame on the paparazzi and how aggressive they were. I put blame on the legal system and how they allowed these people, these complete strangers to her harass father? her. I put blame on him as well, but I'm talking about how they even got into the situation where she had the mental breakdown. I put blame on the paparazzi. I put blame on the legal system. On how they even allowed strangers to aggressively pursue someone in the way that they did.
0: Yeah, I, I get that, but you gotta understand. And we we gotta definitely get ready to close out of this segment and go to the next segment. But I definitely get that. But paparazzi are gonna be who they are. They, they're not well, gonna change. It's me. different. Uh, now. Another I, example would be a, a Princess Diane. Look what they did to her. And okay, look
1: what the years were. That was in the nineties, wasn't it? When you look at now, that would never fly today. With how aggressive... And the tactics that they used back then... That would never... Frustrate.
0: Well... I, I, you know, there's protocols now... I think that are put in place... Right. And now... The paparazzi have toned down... Because they really feel like... They kind of have no, ch- no choice but to tone down because they will be held accountable Mm -hmm. for their actions. And before they, it was all about get the shot, get the shot, take the picture, do do whatever you got to do to get that picture. That picture could be the million dollar picture. You, you go get that picture. Now these celebrities ain't having it. These celeb, I'm telling you, especially if the celebrities are out with their kids, uh, uh Holly Berry, she ain't dead. She's one that's not having it. Ben Affleck's not having it. A lot of these celebrities like do not take any more pictures of my kids. That don't mean that you're crazy. That just means that there's boundaries. There's boundaries and there's got to be respect. But, but I'm off. was
1: definitely crossed yeah. with Brittany. And I think having it crossed the way that it was, all of that stuff that's just constantly coming at you day in and day out, I think that would cause anyone to have a mental but breakdown. It,
0: it, it will cause someone to have a mental breakdown. But the fact of the matter is, is that they took that. Certain situations of her life did not really class for her as being just crazy right. or being incompetent to even care for herself or even care for her kids so not only did you take her freedom away you controlled her life you controlled um, how she ate how she who, who she was around where she lived what shows she could do you you, you, you managed her money and you took her kids away wow I, I don't even know what to do with all that because you know what that is a lot out for the free Britney uh, movement I'm a huge Britney Spears fan. It's Kind of messed up that they just stole 13 years of her life. That You, you stole 13 years of her life. So, yo, yeah, you can blame the paparazzi. You can blame the, the justice system. You definitely got to blame the father.
1: Yeah, and his team. That you got to blame the father
0: and his team and those raggedy lawyers, those snakes, just waiting just to get their piece of, uh, of the pie, a piece of the cut. And it's so sad that we, we live in a time like this to where... Everybody is so money-hungry driven. You do know, as I mentioned before, when you leave this earth, you cannot take any of that stuff with you. So you might as well enjoy it while you're here. And then when Judgment Day comes, be prepared to explain what was your purpose on earth.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree. So, I mean, we're we're getting to a point to where it is uh, light at the end of the tunnel, if you will. Her father's been removed as a conservator. And hopefully by the end of this month or the next month, or at least by the end of this year, they completely end that conservatorship, and we can officially say free, Britney. No, we can
0: say Britney is free.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, no that's free right. Britney because she will be free. Yeah, Britney she is will free. Be free.
0: She will be free.
1: Britney is free, she,
0: and she can go and, and do whatever she wants. She, if, that's she wanna a good have, if she want to have if she want to have sushi, if she want to have if she want ten iPhones, buy Britney, you rich. Okay, you can buy whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. And it just, just. I mean, a grown woman, I can't even imagine a grown woman and I'm rich and I'm asking for permission?
1: Well, that's what it oh. that is. But yes, the hashtag should be Britney is free. Britney is free. All right, you guys, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the supply chain issues around the globe.
0: Back to the second part of Authentic Filters, episode three. We're gonna talk about the supply chain and the challenges that the supply chain is actually facing around the world. Um, It is not just in the United States or North America. It is literally a global thing. So I've been doing some research and I came across an article. It was with the businessinsiders.com. The issue that we have right now is there are cargo ships that are anchored actually in Los Angeles and New York at the ports to where they have not unloaded these ships and they have tons of cargo containers on these ships. I also came uh, across an article with USA Today. And this was actually reported on September 21st. There were 153 ships. These ships have goods on the on on, on these vessels or barges that they need to come into the the port and basically unload. Well, the issue is they don't have workers to unload it. They have, there's a shortage of workers, equipment, and time. It's going on, it's actually past four weeks that these ships have actually just been out there to sea. If you notice when you go into some stores, you're starting to see maybe bare shelves.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Definitely, it was, it was an eye-opener for me when I went into a couple Walmarts. Walmarts is really kind of one of the top retailers out there you got walmart then you have like target and then you have some of the other retailers but really when you think about it you know walmart is really kind of known for monopolizing the the retail industry Mm -hmm. and chances are you go into a walmart you're gonna see shelves fully stocked lately you probably haven't been seeing that and that's because of the supply chain yeah we're in this pandemic you know, when we first got into the pandemic, you started to see kind of uh, the, the bare shelves. You were going to a grocery store. There was no meat, what? literally no meat. There was no paper towels. There mm-hmm. was no toilet paper. There was no uh, Lysol, no Lysol wipes. The, the, the bare essential things that you really needed, it was just none of that. And now, you know, we're kind of getting hopefully to the tail end of the pandemic yeah you have people that are vaccinated a good number of people that are vaccinated and those people are still wearing their mask and things like that and the numbers are are starting to go down and then you start to see the shelves were starting to get restocked and some of the things that we really was needing in the beginning of the pandemic yeah we was now able to buy Mm -hmm. and now they kind of uh, remove the the limitations of you know before it's like you only can buy one, one per household. Now they don't have that anymore. But it's but soon we're probably gonna get back to that point because the supply chain is so messed up and a lot of things that that are probably on these ships that are in these containers is clothing, electronics, toys, and furniture. I do know that you know we went to a couple furniture stores. And it's just a back order. Mm-hmm. Trying to get furniture. You can go in there and you can see the, the floor model. But that's all you can do is just see that. And if you want to get it, you know, they'll say, okay, it's on back order for several months. Chances are you might get it. Other chances are you probably won't get it. Because I know what I ran into was when I went remote for as the pandemic and my whole team had a resort to working remote, I needed a new desk, work desk. Mm-hmm. And I went to um, Nebraska Furniture Mart, and they had all these desks on the on the on the floor, but they were displays, and they couldn't sell the displays. They had no stock. They had nothing in the back. They could they had nothing for you to pick up and take home. And I waited for at least three months because they was waiting for the distributor to send them all these back orders that they had for this one particular desk. That distributor went out of business. And they ended up calling me and said, okay, well, you're the first on the list. You know, that distributor went out of business. If you want this floor model, you can buy it. I said I would be right up there because I wanted that particular style, that particular design, because it went with a a bookshelf that I ended up buying. Mm -hmm. But just due to the fact that the supply chain is so messed up to where one is causing distributors to go out of business. That's at, crazy. Is that, it is crazy. And then, of course, at the ports, as I mentioned before, it said that a lot of the workers, they got scared because it was hard to social distance. You really can't social distance. Mm-hmm. And so, to protect themselves, they had to start quitting.
1: When you think about the supply chain, yeah, it includes the labor as well. Not only mm-hmm. the labor and the materials, but time too. And if one of them is out of whack, then that's a domino effect for the other ones.
0: Well, so it's, a, it's called a ripple effect, you know, and, and that is really a kind of across the world. People have to understand that 70% of the goods that we have here, we actually get on across seas. Mm-hmm. We get it mostly in China.
1: Yeah, I can believe it. I was actually at uh, Sam's Club last week. It could have just been the time that I went, but there was only one pack of chicken in the whole freezer section. Mm -hmm. and it just could have been the time that I went maybe they were getting a um, shipment later that night. Was it chicken wings? It was chicken wings but it was one of those big aisle long freezer little things and it was only one pack left. No
0: there's a shortage they actually talked about that on the news they talked about the shortage of chicken Uh, it's funny because you know with Rick Ross you know he has he owns
1: Wing Street. Wing
0: Street and they're like so you know what are you going to do that there's a shortage on wings he's like I'm going to do thighs. (laughs) Russell's doing thighs and he's doing wings because you can get a whole lot of thighs and legs yeah. at the at the grocery store. But no, that anywhere I would go, I would go to Sam's Club, I would go to Costco's, I would go to all these other grocery stores, and nobody had wings. So yo, there there is you know um, a ripple effect literally across the globe when it comes to the supply chain. And what I definitely want American people to know is this. So you have to ask yourself, okay, so wow, you know, they got all these ships that's just still out there at sea. They can't dock. They can't pull into the port. Or some of them have pulled in. The ones that actually, I think, got there sooner. But then more are coming in to actually try to, I guess dock their 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 vessels or their barges so that people that work there can start unloading the containers well if there are really no people and the they don't have the equipment and the time let me tell you what's going to happen it's easy for me to see this they gonna someone is saying okay we got to start talking
1: about bots. Some entrepreneurs saying, let's go get some robots.
0: We got to start talking about bots because you know what? We don't need humans. It's
1: going to be Elon Musk in a yeah, minute. We, You've seen those little robots that uh-huh. he's displayed that yep. look like humans. They look like humans. They look like uh, I am robot. Yep. we Smith human. Yep.
0: And I'm telling you, that's, what, that's what's going to happen because with the supply chain, if people don't want to work, and people don't want to help out the, the the cause we need people or we need robots that's going to get those goods off of those vessels on those barges and if if, if the ships are just out there on sea for uh, for four weeks or longer that's a problem i don't even know if there's food out there in those containers and then think about it. If there's food in those containers, that food is, is no good no more. They're mm-hmm. shipping a little bit of everything well, around it the world.
1: has a long shelf life. You never know. Depending on what it is. But I think like what you I'm said. I'm talking about
0: meat. I'm talking about um, meat.
1: I would hope not. But I would hope not
0: too. But you just never know. I mean, they, they never anticipated that something like this would ever happen. Right. And there is a huge backlog. I mean, think about it. 153 ships. I mean, think about one vessel or one barge. It can hold up to, I mean, uh, think about it, 153 ships. You're talking tens of thousands of containers.
1: Mm-hmm. Literally. Lots of stuff.
0: Lots of stuff. And then they were also talking about, you know, some of the, the, the vessels and barges that was actually losing some of the containers. They were just sliding off. Just sliding <laughs> off the off of it and going into sea.
1: How does that happen? I mean, aren't they strapped down?
0: I don't think they're strapped down good. That's why I said they're the issues with their equipment. Workers are an issue. Equipment is an issue, and well, then that's, the, a problem, yeah, right? that's a problem. Yeah, that's a problem because I don't know if if someone is going down there and, and with a crane and getting those containers mm-hmm. or just leaving as them down deep there. Because the ocean is yes. like <laughs> it. It's lost. It's it's lost like, yeah. at sea. Those are the containers that are lost at sea. But
1: and whatever's in it is water damaged anyway. Yeah,
0: yeah. But at the same token, you know. What's going to happen is if people are not seeing this, I do. The future is going to be boxed, whether it's going to be in this lifetime or the next lifetime. It's coming and it is coming pretty quickly because now these these executives and these ceos and these tech people are saying okay we got to find a better way and now that you know when you're in this pandemic and you're at home you get and you have to kind of change how you do business this kind of opens up the portal to really think of okay this ain't working yeah, no thinking, more.
1: They are thinking. People we we
0: got to think innovative and we've got to think about, you know, well, technology. How can we prevent this from happening again? If we if we run into another pandemic and the supply chain gets off and right now we're using, we're relying on humans. And if humans are not available, okay, then what we gonna What's the next solution? What's plan B? Plan B is, okay, we had a bunch of robots.
1: Well, that's what it is that is going to happen. But if people are smart and entrepreneurial here in in the U.S., mm-hmm. there's plenty of farmers here that can produce a whole lot of food. There's plenty of craftsmen and artisans here that can make furniture. There's plenty of talented people in the U.S. that mm-hmm. can create American-made goods. And I I feel like they should be able to do it. I don't know why American-made goods have to cost so much compared it's to... It's the labor. It is the labor and what they're paying those people Yeah, they're paying them nothing, kind of literally.
0: They're, playing, they're paying them nothing to sit there and, and spend hours and hours making whatever it is that they're making. Mm-hmm. And they're paying these folks... Peanuts. I mean, peanuts.
1: They're literally peanuts.
0: Peanuts. And it, here it's just different. It's That's more sad. like... And then, of course, I think, you know, they kind of talk about the quality um, behind it as well. You know, if we have it made here, there's going to be more, you know... The quality is going, to, is going to be better. And that's going to drive the price to be a little bit higher. But at the same token, we don't want to find ourselves in a situation to where humans are obsolete.
1: You will still, You definitely don't want to have that be the case.
0: Because, I mean, right now we got tens and millions of jobs out there that people don't want. Mm-hmm. You know, people were on unemployment for so long. Unemployment, that... That x $300 in at the end of September. Hopefully people got a reality check from that and they're trying to get back to work. But due to the fact that the supply chain is still off over a year, it's still off and it hasn't gotten back to where it needs to be. People got to understand that's kind of like our ecosystem. I mean, the the supply chain, a global supply chain affects everything.
1: Because we're a global economy. We're
0: a global economy. Right. And if we don't improve this, then, you know, those tech people are going to be saying, okay, let's come, if they're not doing it now,
1: (laughs) which they probably
0: are, (laughs) we're going to, we're going to blink. And next thing you know, a lot of these jobs, they're going to, I mean, the humans are going to be obsolete because they're going to actually have robots doing everything.
1: Well, thank goodness, there's a vaccine in place. If you haven't been vaccinated, if you haven't gotten the vaccine, I mean, you can do your research, but I, I definitely we would definitely encourage you to do so is to get vaccinated so you're protecting yourself. But I mean, like we just said with the robots, hopefully these manufacturers, these companies have better processes in place and better um, safety procedures in place for their employees. But don't get upset in a couple of years if a Tesla bot has taken your spot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because you really can. Because at the end of the day, you know, when demand is high and right now demand is very high for a lot of goods, whether it's you're looking for a car mm-hmm. or um, even houses. I mean, you're a real estate agent and people are paying $10,000 oh, cool. or $15,000 yeah. over the asking price mm-hmm. of houses because the, the demand is so high. You know, even how I read an article about the dollar store. <laughs> the dollar store is about to increase their prices. But it says by 50 cents to 75 cents. So it's really not gonna store. be the you yeah, know, it's not gonna be the dollar store anymore. And you know <laughs> <laughs> it's a couple
1: bucks store.
0: <laughs> well I think people are gonna continue to shop there because still the prices are still affordable, mm-hmm. but everybody has to increase their prices because the demand is so high. And that's really the only way that these businesses are going to be able to survive with the supply chain off a shortage of uh, employees. Mm-hmm labor to, to help in, in this crisis but they still got to, what employees they do have and the responsibilities they, they do have they still got to pay those bills and those employees and the only way they can do that is they're going to have to increase their prices
1: it's a ripple effect just yeah. like you said all right you guys well thank you so much for listening to episode three of season two free britney britney is freed and like I said, don't come complaining to us if a Tesla bot takes your spot. I'm <laughs> and and last week, this is, no, this is going to get you. I was watching the news and like we had talked about last week, do your homework. It was all over the news last week about the Biden administration teaming up with the IRS to get your bank accounts. Mm-hmm. And the Republicans were up. In arms, See? like like Grandma said, it's about to be a riot. <laughs> they ain't that.
0: Would you? Uh, no, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I can talk about that topic all day long. Okay, uh, no, I, the men if, if they even attempt to pass that into legislation and it becomes law, I will leave my job right that moment and go to the bank and pull all my money out and close those accounts.
1: It's about to be a riot. That's, yeah, cause that no, nobody's
0: not, no one's going for that period that's
1: just that's ludicrous again you got us looking at the biden administration sideways for that
0: one and and before we close out i just want to say this to um the viewers it is it's very important that you know when we bring these important segments to you that one you know please listen to it in its entirety and then also share it with friends Mm -hmm. pass the word around we're just not on this podcast we're not using our platform to sit here and talk about nothing we're we're bringing true stories facts we're doing our research and and we feel like these topics are very relevant they're very important if they're important to us we definitely wanted to we want to pass that down to you all to really kind of bring awareness and shed light on what's going on or what's about to come your way we just, we just basically want folks to be ready and be prepared because you won't be blindsided by us. We're going to, whatever we find out, we're going to definitely try to share it. Now, there's so many important topics going around in the world, and we can't share them all, but we're definitely going to try to zoom in and zone in on a lot of these important ones. And we want to talk about that, come up with some solutions. But at the same token, we don't want you guys saying, wow, we didn't see that coming. Well, they
1: affect us all. The topics that we're talking about literally affect it, us it, all. It does
0: affect us all.
1: Even the, the Free Britney stuff. I mean, that's mental health right there. That's yep. what, what, what type of boundaries are we allowing society to set
0: mm-hmm.
1: when it comes to how we treat people as people?
0: Because here's the thing. You're right when you made that comment that what's going on with Britney it does affect itself it really does because who's to say it can't happen to
1: you exactly
0: I, I can <laughs> tell you right now I would never want that to happen to me to be really kind of a prisoner in my own home or a prisoner in my own mind and I'm I'm basically screaming and asking for help and I'm not getting anything mm-hmm. nobody wants to hear what I have to say because you know what you're the crazy one <clears throat> and and that's mm-hmm. how they view you, <laughs> you-
1: your that, that's, checks.
0: that that's that's that right. stereotype. They they basically kind of like blackballed you. You're crazy. They hear you, but they don't hear. They you. They hear you, but they don't hear you. Right. Get in that corner. Just be quiet. And matter of fact, don't even have a brain. That's what they basically are saying. Is don't have a brain. Don't even attempt to think because you know what. I'm going to do all the thinking for you. I can't even imagine that kind of life.
1: Right. Well, the light's at the end of the tunnel for that one, which is so great. So, I'm so
0: I'm so happy for Brittany. Brittany, I'm a huge fan of yours. If you listen to this podcast, I'm all for Brittany is free. Amen. And God bless you.
1: Agreed. Agreed. All right, you guys. Well, be sure, like we said, to share this episode. Um, If you enjoyed what you listened to, definitely leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And until next time. Peace. Peace.